Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 264. Found this the other day, and I thought it was really cool. It's called Success is Never Owned, It's Rented, and Rent is Due Every Day. Are you ready for it? it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. Are you short on time when it comes to training your restaurant staff? Well, if you are, don't worry. I'm sure you're not alone. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. You can find that light by visiting Tipsy for a whole library of video courses delivered by world barista champions, leading sommeliers, marketing gurus, and customer service superstars. Learn more by clicking the Tipsy banner in the show notes. If you choose to subscribe today, you'll get a special 50% discount because your restaurant unstoppable listeners get on it. All right. Let's go. <laughs> With excitement, allow me to welcome back on the show for not the second time, but the third time, Bruce Irving. Bruce, man, we're just talking about how unstoppable you've been these past few months. You're just absolutely killing it. But just go ahead and tell us anyway, even though we know the answer, just tell us you're feeling unstoppable. I'm so unstoppable right now. And I didn't know this was my third time on it. That's this, this awesome. is. Yeah, man. The third, the first time you came on, we talked about uh, what we've both learned collectively through our podcasts. Uh, Bruce is the host of Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, uh, among many other things you've got going on. And then the second time you came on, we uh, went over email marketing and you shared uh, best practices with email marketing. Uh, so you're just... you're. I see... This not being the last time you come on the show too, so uh, great, not. great friendship that's starting to form here. Uh, great advice that comes from this guy, Bruce Irving. So, uh, why don't you just tell the listeners just a little bit more? Um, actually, no, I almost forgot to ask you to share that success quarter mantra like we always do. So let's get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quote or mantra. What do you have for us today? All right, so my success quote. And I found this the other day and I thought it was really cool. It's called success is never owned. It's rented and rent is due every day. And I love this quote because I feel like people sometimes reach the peak of their success or whatever they're trying to do. And it's really about the journey, not about getting to that peak. Because if you really want to go through that, there's no peak. It just keeps going and going and going and going and going. Oh, man, it's so true. And this quote, this quote you're sharing with couldn't have come at a better time. I just got off the phone with my good friend, Courtney, who is just starting to help me out. She's going to take over a lot of the graphic design stuff. And she's just been talking about how how lonely it must have been to do 263 episodes on my own to show up you know, multiple times a week just to produce. And she was like, I don't know how you've done it. And I, and I literally got teary eyed. I'm like, I don't know how I did it either. You have no idea how happy I am. Uh, to have the help. But the point I'm trying to make is, I mean, things are just starting to get good here at Restaurant Unstoppable, but it took 263 episodes, almost three years of just showing up. And I feel like I still have so much you know, further to go before I can even call what we're doing here a success. So I couldn't agree with you. You know, I couldn't agree more with you that you got to put that time in. Uh, and you know, it, it's amazing. Do you want to you know, add anything to that I just said? Yeah, I think you, it's, it is true. You have to put the time in. You got to have patience. You know, patience is something that's totally 
underappreciated, especially for us young, young folk. I mean, I'm not that young, but the younger generation of people with all this social media and instant access to everything, you know, patience is something that people don't have. They want to do something and they want it to, you know, the results to show up next week or in a month. Absolutely. you, You know, I get questions all the time about marketing or Facebook marketing and they say, Hey, I tried Facebook marketing and it didn't work for me. And then you, as you dive deeper, you realize that they just started Facebook marketing three weeks ago. Yeah. And it, this, like, this whole mantra can be applied everywhere in life, whether you're yeah. starting a restaurant, you're going to have that surge. Things are going to get quiet. You're going to need to constantly be, you know, working towards that next goal. There, there's never going to be a moment of everything settled. Like if you're doing it right, there's always going to be a, a slight bit of uncomfort because you're always going to need to be growing. And the same goes with social media and running a business. Like you can't just start and expect, you know, thousands of Facebook likes in a day. Like it takes time and effort <laughs> and developing that community. Uh, and it's just showing up every day, man. Absolutely. Totally. Love where we're getting already, you know, the direction we're headed. And um, tell us a little bit more about what you got going on. Uh, I mean, you, you're the host of Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, but you also got a lot more going on at uh, smartpizzamarketing.com, uh, right? Is it, yep, smartpizzamarketing.com. Yeah, we do a show kind of like yours. We do more of uh, pizza operators, restaurants, and the pizza business. Uh, we also do a live show on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. And it's kind of like a live version of our podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, We'll have guests come on. Uh, we'll have a live audience that can join us. And if you want to check that out, it's smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash SPM live. And you can join in, ask us questions live, kind of a free flow format. Obviously, a live show is a little bit different than the podcast. I actually like the live show better than I like the podcast because you can get instant feedback from the audience and there's no editing. It is what it is, yeah, man. You know, yeah. you know, you don't have to go back and sit there and take the ums <laughs> and ahs out. Everything's kind of natural. Have you noticed your editing over the, the past, what is it, uh, 67 episodes, 68 episodes you're up to now? I think I'm like up to 87. 87, sorry. I got it backwards yeah. or something. But the, have you noticed that like you just start getting less picky about what makes it through the cut? Like you just like, uh, oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know what? I don't do any editing anymore. Yeah, right. I, I'll, edit the, <laughs> I'll edit the beginning part and the end part, throw the intros and outros in there, and then it's done. You know, it is what it is. I don't – I want it to be natural. And I get that question a lot too when people uh, want to get interviewed on my show. And I don't do it to sound – but they, they'll say, hey, can you send me some questions? And I'm like, you know what? I really don't have too many questions for you. It's kind of a natural conversation, yeah. kind of like what we're doing here today. Exactly. You know, There's not too many questions back and forth between you and I. Oh, yeah. We're just going to hop on a call, talk a little business and marketing, and wherever it goes, it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, today we're going to be talking about Facebook uh, videos, Facebook Live, uh, Facebook uh, unpublished posts, and um, who knows what else we'll talk about. And I just want to you know, take a quick minute to just sincerely thank you Bruce because I I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning um, realizing that I'm running short on content because I just took on this new role uh, at the, a restaurant, local restaurant Laney Lou, a team I'm so proud to be a part of and I'm like man I need to put content out. I sent an email to you at 3 or 4 o'clock this morning uh, and Mike Ganino and Donald Burns and Adam Lamb uh, the, the, the people that are out there in this the small community of uh, you know professional restaurant people uh, trying to create this content for you listeners at home. I mean, you guys 
Uh, all, all of you guys responded to me this morning and you all scheduled an interview for me this week. Um, so I mean, you and to all those other guys I just called out, I just need to say, you know, thank you for the support. Um, it's amazing the, the people that are out there and, and, you know, what people are willing to do to, to help each other out in this world. So, uh, aside from that, uh, we need to dive in <laughs> to this, this content. Uh, I just really want to take the time to show my gratitude there. So, uh, where do you want to start? Let's talk about Facebook. I mean, where are we right now with Facebook and how has it evolved over the past few, I mean, over the past year, I I feel like it's evolved so much. What's going on? Yeah, definitely. It definitely evolved over the past year, especially the past few months with Facebook Live. Uh, it's definitely been an opportunity for people to uh, get their business in front of people in a natural way. Mm-hmm. I got a question the other day, and it said, here's an example of uh, an example of how I think you can use Facebook Live to connect with your audience. He, I got an email from someone. He said, hey, my friend owns a business, and there's four locations with this business. And he owns one of them. And one of the other locations got shut down by the health department. And now his business is suffering just because it has the same name. How can he connect with his customers to get the message out there that it's a different business and he operates in a different way? That's rough. And I think this is a perfect example of how you can use Facebook video and Facebook Live to do that. You could show how you operate your business differently than that place. Be a little bit transparent. How do you make the produce? How do you make the prep? How do you uh, receive inventory? How do you start your day? Give a personal message from the owner to the customers, letting them know that, hey, we take our job seriously. We use all uh, proper procedures and protocols, and we do it in the right way. And you can feel comfortable that we put our name behind everything that we do and do it in an authentic manner. And video there's just something about video that gives you that no like and trust factor much more than text or even audio. Oh, it absolutely. just takes it that one step further. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you just said one word that really uh, just you know shook me, and it's a word that comes up often. And I'm gonna put a pause in here because my dog just barged in, and I'm gonna hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. I'm back. Um, the that <laughs> word was transparency, and I feel like. Uh, you know, one thing that hasn't changed about Facebook, we're talking about how Facebook's evolved is the best way to be effective, um, is to just be transparent. It's so hard to bullshit today. People can smell it from a mile away. Um, there's more and more tools to be transparency. I think we're going to talk about some of those tools today. Um, but I mean, I don't want to go on like best practices of like how to act on Facebook, but just to reinforce, like, I mean, people, will ask like, how do I be good on Facebook or how do I, how do I be effective on social media? It's just transparency, but it starts with being an awesome person and doing awesome things. Would you agree with that? I think it just starts with being yourself. Mm. You know, don't try to be something you're not, Okay. you know, you got to be who you are. Like we talked about before we started this podcast of where it's going for you. And you said to me, Hey, you know what I've realized doing all these episodes and talking to all these tremendous entrepreneurs is I like a certain aspect of the podcast and that's what I focus on. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with your business and, and being transparent to your customers. The one draw, not drawback, but you know, people get a reservation about doing video because they get nervous on camera. And I say, when a customer walks in your front door, do you run in the other room? No. Or duck behind the <laughs> counter? Like what's the difference between that customer walking in your front door and you saying hello to them or somebody holding up a camera and it's one customer on the other side of that camera. You're not talking to, yes, you will reach thousands of people, but it's one individual at a time watching that video. You're not going to see 
it's not getting it's not getting posted to a movie theater and there's 500 people watching your video, you yeah. know, and they're all going to laugh at you. It's just one individual who goes to your Facebook page and checks out that video. So talk to the camera as if it was one customer. And then mm. I think you can relax a little bit if you do that. Absolutely. So uh, you gave a great example of how you're using uh, Facebook Live to kind of, uh, you know, what you can do to, I guess, come across as a unique operation or to be uh, separated, separate brands. But how else are people using uh, Facebook Live to improve their business? I think it's another way is you can use it to, and this could be just regular video. It doesn't necessarily have to be Facebook Live. Is When we're going through our businesses, whatever business you're in, every kind of day is the same. But it's the same to you. It's not the same to the people who come to your business or visit it. And they don't know what it's like on Monday mornings, every Monday morning. You could show them that. You know, okay. To us, it's Groundhog Day, but to them, it's not. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we take for granted the fact that we know exactly how the day is going to go. And it's all planned out for us. And th- we walk into our business. And there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing that we could show today because we've done all this a thousand times. But your customer who just found you yesterday has no clue about what you did last Tuesday. They just found you today. So you could go through your day and think of the things that you do on a daily basis and share those things with your, with your customer base. They'll, they'll appreciate how much work it really takes to run a restaurant or a pizzeria. So you're talking about uh, side work, uh, you know, if you have a secret sauce, like the process of going through that secret, whatever unique selling propositions you have, highlight those and uh, make them uh, closer to who you are, not just a thing that you do. But I mean, do you kind of get where I'm going with this? Yes, I think that, that Snapchat does a good thing. And I know we're not talking about Snapchat, but Snapchat does a good job of kind of time stamping your day. And you can do that same thing with Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get to work at five o'clock in the morning and you're prepping, you know, I know you're going to do a Facebook Live. No one's going to be there at five o'clock in the morning, but yeah. it could say you show the video of what it's like for you to sh- show up at your restaurant at five o'clock in the morning and start your day. You know, that's a great way to be transparent with your business and show your your customers what it's what it really takes to run that business. Awesome. So um, are there any like best practices when it comes to Facebook video or any other uh, tricks of the trade with Facebook video that you want to share with us? Well, Facebook right now can only be done with uh, and uh, they're rolling it out soon, but right now it can only be done with your mobile device. So having something to have a stand or a selfie stick where some, some kind of way that you could have it be steady because you don't want to have a video where it's wobbly and uh, moving all around all the time. You'll get people a little bit dizzy, a long video that is. But if you're going to have a a short video, you can do a quick short video with holding it in your hand. But I mean, I'm not sure if you've ever done a a Facebook video, but holding the camera in your hand for more than three or yeah. four minutes feels like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, those shoulders got a good workout. Yeah, uh, so you want to make sure that you have some kind of stand to make it steady. Man, make that sure shouldn't, the that shouldn't be too hard for you, Bruce. You got some pretty gigantic shoulders over there. I don't know if you guys have <laughs> ever seen Bruce, but he's a big dude. Uh, what Can you recommend any uh, stands or any uh, things that you use or recommend that we can uh, show in the show notes for the folks at home who want to check? You know what? I can send you some numbers, but I just like I went to Staples and I, I'll, I'll hold this up for the camera here. And this is what I use on my desk. It's like a little suction cup okay. holder. And it costs I think it cost me like five bucks awesome. at Staples or Walmart. And I just picked it up. It sucks on suctions right to the table. So it stays steady. And you can just put your uh, your phone in there. 
and just shoot a quick video and it, it doesn't have to be too elaborate. Yeah, and I've seen a couple uh, other things out there in the market that look like tripods with like ar- like arms that are like that will move and that you can like wrap around things like yes. hold on to stuff. So there's a few different models, uh, engineered models out there that I'll try to find and have in the show notes. This is episode 264. So head over to restaurantstoppable.com slash 264. I'll try to get those links in there for you. Um, what about uh, like really bad habits to get, you know, to avoid when it comes to Facebook video and, uh, you know, just, you know, you know, things you just really don't want to do. You don't want to ramble. You don't want to hop on a video. You know, when you do a Facebook live or a Facebook video, it, it comes out kind of just like a post. You're going to have a description of what that video is and you want to stick to what that description is. You don't want to say, hey, we're talking about our new pizzas this week or new dishes. And then you start talking about you know, we had employee problems or we, you know, this holiday is coming up. You want to kind of stick to the script, come up with whatever description it is, uh, figure out what you're going to talk about that on that video and kind of just be to the point. Don't ramble on it. Don't, don't try to talk about 16 different things. Talk about one particular thing and stick to that. Make sure you have good lighting, make sure the video is steady and that's kind of it. And then you can kind of just grow with it. It doesn't really, doesn't really take that much. You're going to, you're going to stink at it in the beginning. You know, you're going to be nervous. You're going to be terrible. But like with anything, the more times you do it, the better you get at it. Absolutely. And I'm looking down here at my notes, Bruce, and I think uh, some of the things you want to talk about today, again, like this is a shotgun interview for the, the two yeah. of us. Uh, you had mentioned Facebook Live and Facebook Video. Do we kind of skip right over? Was there anything more with Facebook Video you want to get into or maybe uh, talk about some of the different, the, some of the things that you know separate or make Facebook Video and Live different uh, that are worth bringing up? Well, Facebook Video is different because you can use any kind of video to upload to Facebook. And what you want to do is if maybe you have a YouTube video that you want to upload to Facebook, what you want to do is download that video and then upload it naturally to Facebook. You don't want to embed the YouTube link to Facebook. Facebook loves when people stay on Facebook. So you don't want to, the less links out you have, the better. What do you mean? Why does it love when people stay on Facebook? Give me an example of things that will happen if you don't. Uh, stay on Facebook to upload these things? Well, Facebook has something called organic reach, okay. right? Um, and right now, organic reach is really low, like in the single digits. Okay. And if you link out of Facebook or you put a post on there that's not performing well, it's going to give it less organic reach. You're going to have to actually cost you more money for people to see that post. So you, Facebook makes money by you staying on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, If you put a YouTube video on there and it links to YouTube, Facebook doesn't make any money when you link out and go to YouTube and watch a video. Okay, They want you to stay on Facebook. So the easiest way to do that is just download that video and then upload it naturally to Facebook as a Facebook video itself. So what is the benefit of doing Facebook Live? I mean, is there any like real benefit to uh, use Facebook Live over video or vice versa? You'll get a right now and you know, we're talking in September of 2016, you'll see a higher reach for Facebook Live than you would uploading a regular video. So is that just Facebook's algorithm pushing that feature to kind of get it exactly. out there? Okay. They just want you, they like the interaction that people have and they, uh, Facebook Live is hot. It's not as hot as it was three or four months ago, okay. but it still is pretty popular and they, they like, they'll, they'll promote that more than they would a regular video or text post. So you're going to get uh, more exposure if you grow a pair and decide to talk live. <laughs> 
in front of uh, the video. Something that I have to admit I have not been taking advantage of, which I'm going to start being better. I'm making this promise to you, Bruce, and to you guys listening. I'm going to start being better about uh, using all those things we mentioned today. Even Snapchat is something I started to do. Then I, I'm so bad, Bruce. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to that because you I helped Mike Camino to. to uh, he he always texts me back and forth about you know marketing and stuff and uh, we always talk. He he joins me sometimes on the live show yeah, as my he's co-host. A great guy too. Yeah, and uh, I hold him accountable too because he collects emails and he does all this great giveaways. He has such great content, and I always say, Mike, I'm going to hold you to emailing people out. And he's like, All right, hold me to it. So I'm going <laughs> to hold you to that too. I'm going to hold you to Snapchat and marketing, all that stuff. Please. Do so. Uh, we've covered a lot so far with Facebook video and live. Um, is there anything we haven't touched on with these two topics before we move on to the next thing you wanted to talk um, about? No, the only thing that I would suggest is with video or Facebook Live, it, it it doesn't cost as much money to promote those posts. Okay. So if you wanted to, but you don't get the same, you know, just because it says. 500 people viewed your video doesn't mean they viewed the whole video. So you have to really look at your analytics and your insights and see where those people dropped off and then go analyze the video that you did. And by where those people dropped off, you can kind of see, okay, was my content starting to get boring or was I rambling or could I have made that video a little bit shorter and got to the point quicker? So that way those people see my whole content and they don't drop off or, you know, you can use your analytics to see what, what was working on that video and what wasn't. And with that, um, it's cheaper to promote videos than it is text posts. Okay. Awesome. Good to know. Um, is there any place I can redirect our listeners today if they're listening in and they want to go learn more about Facebook videos and Facebook Live? Uh, any? I mean, I know you probably have a few resources on your blog that go into this detail. If you want to share now, it'll be a good time. Yeah, if you go to uh, smartpizzamarketing.com and you, there's a search bar on the top there. If you just type in Facebook, there'll be, I think we did three or four live shows about Facebook marketing. And I've done a few podcasts. My recent podcast episode, I think it was number 87, I just did a whole Facebook marketing case study. One of our uh, mastermind group members has just really gone heavily into Facebook marketing. And uh, we talk about his results for the last six months, You know what he's seen out of it, what he's been doing, how he's been using it, and uh, what, what the results have been for him so far. Awesome. Love it. Um, all right. So the other thing that you had mentioned, uh, and just a side note, if you guys want to check out those links, uh, head over to restaurantstoppable.com slash uh, 264. I'll have the links in the show notes to make it easy on you. So you don't have to remember all that. Just remember 264. I'll make it easy for, on you. Uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, Facebook posts uh, and uh, unpublished Facebook posts. What What's going on there? What's the difference? So the difference on an unpublished post is it looks like it's published from your Facebook page, but you can really segment to a certain audience that you want to target. Now, if you're doing, you know, we run ads for people who, and they have four or five different ads going on on their Facebook page. And if we published all of those to their Facebook page, naturally, it would kind of annoy their fans. You'd be feel like there were just constantly ads on their page and they might get people to either, you know, unlike their page or block their post, and then they'll never see the post moving forward from there. So you can use unpublished posts as a way to target specific audiences, but the people who like your page now won't see those posts. Mm. That makes sense. So why is that so important? Like, What's the, the benefit in that? The benefit would be to say I want to have a, a really aggressive offer. I want to grow my business. I want to give away. I want to grow my email list with my Facebook post or ads, and I'm giving away an appetizer or a dish. But I don't necessarily want the people who like my page now to see that because I may be offering them something different. Mm-hmm. I can go in there and I can exclude the people who like my page now 
and I can make a really aggressive ad to get people to hop on my email list to get this offer. And then the people who like my page won't see it. It'll be only to people who don't like my page. So in a sense, um, you're putting in a filter to avoid diluting your content. Exactly. Well, not so much diluting your content, but you, you're, you're kind of saying, hey, I'm not going to show. I want to get people that don't know me to know me without annoying the people who do know me. Got it. Awesome. Uh, can you think of an example of a time uh, it's been done well? Uh, I don't know if, if you want to provide some uh, you know, starting points for the folks listening in to get going in the right direction. Yeah. So on my, on, when I run people's Facebook pages, I usually do the Gary Vaynerchuk jab, 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 right hook method, which is like you post stuff on there. And then every fourth or fifth post, you'll, you'll ask for something. So you're basically just producing content, not really asking for anything. But on unpublished posts, you're asking for something on every post. Mm-hmm. So it might be, hey, win a, win a free dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. And the people who like your page, you may be offering just content. They already like your page. You want to get people who like other restaurants in your area and don't like yours to hop on your email list and get you noticed. And that might be a great way for them to get on your email list, maybe even for them to like your page and to grow your following that way. Got it. Awesome. Um, any uh, thing to avoid doing? When it comes to doing the unpublished posts, actually, Bruce, let's just uh, put a quick pause right here to take a break and uh, thank our sponsors. We'll be right back for you to answer that question. When you're running a busy restaurant, it's pretty hard to find time for training. Well, Tipsy has a whole library of video courses from industry experts, including world barista champions, marketing gurus, and customer service superstars. Get your staff watching Tipsy courses and watch their growth help your business. With Tipsy, scheduling training, tracking skills growth, and measuring engagement is a piece of cake. In the hospitality industry, we never have enough time, so training often falls away. But as management legend Andy Grove says, the only two ways to improve performance are training and motivation. Tipsy provides both. Click the Tipsy banner in the show notes to find out more. Because your Restaurant Unstoppable listeners, you'll receive a special 50% off your first month. What are you waiting for? Get on it. All right, so back to that question. What should we be avoiding with unpublished posts? Uh, yeah, you got to really be careful because if you, it, you don't want to, uh, it, there's a time limit there. You want to, you have to give it time for it to work. So you don't want to just publish something on a post and then it runs for a few hours and you're like, ah, oh, it didn't work because I didn't get anybody or any attraction. It, it really takes like 24 to 48 hours for the post to really the Facebook to really figure out your audience, who they're going to show that post to, and then by the people who it's showed the post to their interaction with it, if they should show it to more people like that. So you got to give it a little bit of time. You don't want to pull the trigger too quickly on killing an ad. If it doesn't work, that being said, you don't want to let ads that aren't performing go for weeks on end. You want to, you want to kill those ones that don't perform pretty well after like three or four days. Awesome. And uh, during our uh, pre interview chat i was asking you some questions uh about some other topics we could be discussing today i brought up facebook lead pages i recently had nick fosberg on the show who was a huge advocate of facebook lead pages but you have um lead ads yes sorry facebook lead ads uh what what was your concern with the lead ads when talking about that i i think lead ads are good i don't think they're tremendous and here's why 
when for, people well, first real quick let's uh, just explain lead ads for the folks at home who might have not caught that episode with Nick Bosberg good idea so lead ad is something where you can place an ad on Facebook and the people can opt into your email list right away without even leaving Facebook mm-hmm. now here's my problem with that mm-hmm. is Eric when did you set up your Facebook page my fa- oh, 2014 okay did you use the same email address that you set it up with I did Okay. So some people like when they've joined Facebook in 2009, 2010, 11, 12 evolve and maybe they got a new job or maybe they changed email addresses and the email address that they set up their Facebook page isn't always the email address that they use now. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say, sorry, I thought you were talking about my restaurant unstoppable page, uh, which is, uh, yeah, that was different. So it's another your personal one. Yeah. Well, no, I'll tell you something, a really bad mistake I made when I first got started. I felt like I needed a clean slate because of the history I had. My story was aviation and college, all that. And I kind of wanted to start from over. So I deleted my old Facebook account and I created a new one, uh, which was actually in retrospect, not the best thing to do. Because uh, it, 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 I didn't know better at the time. Right. Like I've never, process. yeah, I've never been a marketing guy. Marketing is not my forte. That's why I have people like you, Bruce, to come on the show <laughs> and blow us away, which you are today. But yeah, at that time, I, I had a school email that I was using. So yeah, absolutely, different email for sure. So that's why you know you know email is the. I always teach people that you use social media to grow your email list. If you're a business, you know you want to communicate with your customers, but the ultimate goal is to get them to buy from you. But really, you want to have them hop on your email list, and then you can sell them through email because email is still the most. I just did a webinar last week, and I was doing some research on that webinar. Uh, email converts seventy three per times better at selling to your customers than social media does mm. uh, because people why, go. Why is that? Sorry, you're, I think you're just about to tell us. Yeah, because people aren't on social media to be sold to. You know, that, that's not what they're, that's not why they're there. You know, people check email and they kind of expect you to sell through email. That's just how it's been. Yeah. You know, maybe back in the day of AOL when you first got your email address and you just started out, like people would read every single line of the email like it was a love letter. Yeah. It, but now, but, but now they don't do that. It's so funny. I recently, uh, and I won't use any names, but I recently got an email from one of my listeners. Uh, who's like, hey, Eric, um, you know, I uh, signed up for your email list and uh, it's almost like he was asking me to sell more. He's like, I was hoping <laughs> yeah. that you would put more resource, like, uh, you know, share some of the resources the guests are recommending. And for a while, I'll, I'll admit I was doing that. Um, I have to, uh, you know, I'm, conf- I'm making some confessions right here. I got away from it recently because I just got spread thin. Uh, and I love that this person emailed me and called me out because, you know, I, I've got to get back to sending out those weekly or month, at least monthly emails where I'm just linking back to everything my guests are recommending. So I was shocked and almost like taken back when I was told that, you know, you need to be trying to sell me more stuff. You know, I was like, okay, well, there you go. Um, so some of the people who are on my list are anticipating me to, you know, be sharing these things with them. Uh, so you're you're totally right. The point I'm trying to make is like people, yeah, they are expecting you to sell. They're on that list. They signed up for a reason. They want your information, right? They want you to, it's not, I I don't know if they necessarily want you to sell them, but they want to hear from you through email. Exactly. In your email, you can tell us a quick story. You can link to a, you know, a past episode in your case, and then, then give an ask, you know, put a PS in there and ask for something, them to do something, them to like something, them to buy something. Yeah. And I admit that I use the word selling way too loosely. I think uh, a good book to read for anybody is to sell as human by Daniel Pink and to sell is to sell on an idea, to sell on a belief, to sell on, 
whenever you convince some somebody of something that you believe in, um, you're selling. It doesn't have to right. be a product. It, it could be on your core values, on your mission, uh, whatever it is uh, you're trying to, whatever information you're conveying to your email subscriber is selling something. Um, right. So absolutely. Good stuff, man. Uh, anything else we haven't uh, brushed on so far that you think will just blow the minds of our listeners today? Yeah, I can give you some mistakes to avoid on your Facebook marketing, whether Please. it be marketing or just regular Facebook in general. Please do, my friend. All right, posting from outside source. I think we touched on that a little bit, but Hootsuite is a, I'm sure you've heard Hootsuite or Buffer on your podcast before as a resource that people can use to organize uh, their social media and help them out a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. But posting from outside sources to Facebook doesn't, they, uh, Facebook doesn't necessarily like that. So Facebook has a fantastic organic scheduler in their platform itself, you should just use that. If you're going to schedule something for the future, just go into Facebook itself and schedule it naturally from Facebook because it works better that way. No, it's funny that you say that. Um, I feel like for a while, uh, and still true to a sense, you got to know where your people are, but a lot of marketers were encouraging people to be everywhere. You, you've got to be on all these platforms and push, push, push. Yeah. Um, there is some truth like you to share with Hootsuite that all these platforms don't play nicely together. Um, do you still think that's the case that we need no, to, I tell people don't be everywhere. Okay. Why do you think there was a shift in the heart? I think you probably remember that it wasn't too long ago. I feel like as short as two years ago, people were saying, you know, you have to have, you know, you've got to be omnidirectional as I think the, the term they use where you're just coming at people from all angles. Why, why is it different now? Well, I think that you should, if you have the capacity and the knowledge to be everywhere, then you should be. Mm -hmm. But if you're just starting out or you're, you know, like, a local business that's, you know, working a lot of hours in the shop and you don't have a tremendous amount of time to run social media. I always suggest people start with one and then the one of them being either Facebook. Well, if you're going to start with social media, you should start with Facebook because that's just where the, the numbers are. And the advertising platform on Facebook is just way better than every other advertising mm -hmm. platform. Absolutely. Facebook today is what Google AdWords was back in the, when it first started out. Um, you know, clicks are cheap and the big boys are coming. And once those big boys come to Facebook ads, that that's going to go from, you know, 50 cents to $1.50 a click to three to four to $5 a click. It's just going to quadruple. So I always tell people to start with Facebook. And then once you master Facebook, you, you know what your audience wants on Facebook, you know how to post on Facebook. You kind of be, it's like anything. Once you learn how to do it, there becomes a rhythm to it and it doesn't become as hard. Yeah. Once, sorry, keep going, please. Yeah. Once you get to that point, add a second one. Got it. And um, the, the trend I've seen following, uh, and I've learned a lot over the, the past three years about marketing. When I first started, I marketing was not my thing. I had right. taken, I went to community college, took a few marketing classes and I've been studying, reading a bunch of books. My knowledge has come a far away. Uh, and one of the biggest shifts I've seen in the three years I've been studying marketing is that there, there seems to be a shift now, uh, less from reach, less from being omnidirectional and being everywhere and having as many followers as possible and more about having more impactful relationships with the fewer followers you might have. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. So, and that's why you're seeing a thing as like an, uh, 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 a re what's the word? Not an, a resurgence, but a, a surge of all of a sudden people leaning towards say Snapchat because the intimacy that's there on that platform, uh, even though you might be getting away from say Twitter where you might have 5,000 Twitter followers and you only have a hundred uh, Snapchat 
followers, that impact with Snapchat, those those 100 people are likely going to be your biggest brand ambassadors who love you the most, who are going to be spreading the word in, uh, you know, your evangelists. Is that safe to say? Yeah, not only that, but when you're on Snapchat, uh, what I like about Snapchat is when someone's viewing your Snap, what is it? It takes up 100% of the screen. Mm-hmm. You have their full attention. They're not looking at anything else. They're not multitasking. If they're on Snapchat and they're viewing your snaps, you have their undivided attention, which is phenomenal. You yeah. can't say that about Facebook. You can't say that about Twitter or Instagram. There's so yeah. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling that's going on with those other three platforms that people easily get distracted. Yeah. And uh, just to kind of go, you know, we're at like a you know 500 feet right now. I'm going to go up to 30,000 feet real quick. And that whole genre, uh, and I think you would agree with me. I, I know some of the beliefs you have of just impact over reach will win, um, especially with small independents. Uh, you're you need to focus on creating real relationships with your customers, uh, getting to know them personally and making it personal and custom. And, uh, you know, the, the you can think of, you know, that custom service uh, that you should be giving all of your, your guests that, you know, close relationship you want with all of your guests. You know their name. You know how they like their coffee. All those things, the things that CRM does for us, the things that, like, you know, Upserve does for us or get Venga, these, uh, these data mining software, what they do to allow us to know our guests. Like, that's what's important is getting to know your people and having those impactful relationships. And you should be having that same philosophy, I believe, on social media. Do you think that's safe to say? Totally. I think Facebook Live does that pretty well because when you're when you're live, your fans can come join you and communicate with you. Yeah, and I think and Snap, exactly. Snapchat does a tremendous job with that as well. In the moment, you can be having a conversation. You could be talking and they're commenting on the video while you're talking and you could be fielding questions about uh, I mean, you could be going Facebook Live. We're going to go over today's specials. The chef's going to be presenting today's specials today at 3 p.m. Don't miss it. Ask your questions. Like That's the power of that intimacy, that impact. And that's what live allows you to do is to, to have yeah. that impact, the, the in-the-moment, real-time impact. Uh, that's why I like doing our live show so much. And we stream it to Facebook for, the, yeah. for the, that exact reason. Oh, man, I commend you, man. I tried. I'm not going to lie. I saw what you're doing. I, I was like, I got to start doing this. Like I was taking notes from Bruce. Uh, and it takes a lot of commitment. It really does. Um, and I hope to be back yeah. up there doing some more live stuff too. Uh, because it's, well, I've, it's come to the point now where I get more communication almost through Snapchat than I do email. Like people will follow me on Snapchat. If you want to follow me, I'm at smart pizza tips okay, I'll, uh, on Snapchat. I'll be in the show notes as well. Yeah. So you can follow me there. Kind of see the behind the scenes of the podcast and all that stuff. And I'll get messages through Snapchat of someone say, Hey, just found the podcast. Lo- loved the last show. Or they'll ask me a marketing question or anything like that. And it, it's that, what they're doing is they're viewing one of the snaps that I did and maybe it uh, brings up a question that they have. Maybe I'm showing a quick tip about Facebook marketing on Snapchat and then it brings up a question they have and they can immediately have access to shooting me a quick message about what they just saw on that last video or picture, whatever it was. Awesome. Great stuff. Uh, This has been a real valuable conversation so far. Um, I think we're getting close to wrapping it up. Is there anything you want to do? Anything you want to mention? Any uh, redirections, call to actions you want to lay on us before we let you go? One quick more mistake. One more mistake that I want you to avoid. Please. Is not being afraid. Being afraid to spend money on Facebook advertising. Spend a little money. Here's, Here's what I say to people when they say, how much should I spend? And there's no set amount of money that you should spend, but you should think about this when you're posting to Facebook. And I think that if everybody thought of this thought when they posted to Facebook, Facebook would be a much better place for all of us. Mm -hmm. If you are not willing to spend money on that post, you're posting to Facebook, I don't want to read it. Mm. 
If you're, if you're not willing to stand up, step up to the plate and say, this post is so valuable that I'm, I'm willing to put my hard earned dollars behind it. Then it's not really that valuable for me to read. Mm, that's a good point. And I'm, I know you say you can't really put an amount to it, but what is a realistic amount we can put? How much should Five bucks. We- you don't have to spend a ton of money. You could, in that case study that I did over on the last podcast episode, I think he was, he started off spending five to $10. And then because he was getting the posts that were engaging with his audience the most, once you start doing that, you spend less money. Yeah. So once you see what posts are really working and you create more of those, Facebook knows that your audience likes those and it doesn't cost you as much to reach your audience. Awesome. Uh, and what's the title of that episode so I can link to it in the show notes? I think it's uh, Facebook Marketing Case Study. Facebook that's, that's what it's called, yeah. All right, I'll uh, have that in the show notes as well. Again, this is episode 264. And uh, man, it's been a lot of fun. I totally knew I could rely on you, Bruce. I, uh, I was like, Bruce, I don't care what you want to talk about. Your, your <laughs> content, your knowledge, it's gold. Whatever you want to bring to the table, we'll just shoot from the hip. And uh, I think you left us with some uh, great actionable advice and content here. Um, one last time, um, if anybody listening wants to uh, absorb some more of your knowledge, if they want to go uh, be a part of these live chats and maybe take some of your courses because you do offer courses. Uh, I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff. Just give us a one last uh, pitch as to how we can connect to you and some of the things we can expect to find over at your site. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hosting, I host free webinars every Thursday. Uh, you can find that at smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash class, C-L-A-S-S. And that'll just be whatever weekly webinar we're having this week. Uh, I think I'll do you know introduction to social media, how to get started, effective ways to use it. We'll go into Facebook. We'll go into email marketing. Every week will be a new topic that we talk about. And there's no selling on there. Just kind of come up, show up. You're going to get tons of information for free. And uh, that was smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash class. And then you know if you go to our live show, uh, I think today's Monday, so tomorrow night will be eight o'clock. If you go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash SPM live, that'll link you to a page where you can see we lay out like the exact next seven to eight episodes, what the topics are, and you can kind of pick and choose which ones you want to join us for. And you said we, who are we talking about here? Uh, whoever the guest is, you know, I don't, I don't like to do solo shows as much. I like the interaction more. Me too. Um, so I think tomorrow night, on Tuesday, we're talking about Snapchat. We're going to have a Snapchat roundtable. Um, a week from tomorrow, we're going to be going over. Uh, I think Mike Ganino is going to join me yes. for a hiring and training episode. Nice. And then the week after that, we're going to be talking about insurance for your business. So it's always a kind of a topic that's either marketing related or kind of business related. Or we'll even interview someone on the live on the show and you can come almost like a live mastermind. Awesome. I love it. I'll try to get all those links right there in a summary of today's conversation. <laughs> that was uh, a ton of them. Yeah, you, yeah. I got my work cut out for me tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll uh, email it so you can just copy them. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate that, Bruce. All right. That was it for today. Uh, as always, uh, Bruce, man, there's no questioning. You are unstoppable. Thank you so much for joining us today. Eric, I appreciate you for having me. Thanks so much. Cheers. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Like always, I love getting Bruce on the show. Extremely knowledgeable guy. Please be sure to head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash 264 to find those links. 
in the show notes to check out his work. It's uh, absolutely worth checking out. He's got some great advice over there at Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast or smartpizzamarketing.com. Uh, and some things that just really stood out with me today, uh, obviously, to uh, always be adapt or adapting, always be adapting and uh, changing with the times. Like, it's crazy to think how far even Facebook has come in the the years it's been around since the the mid to late two thousands. And uh, I mean, one of the things that has kept Facebook so successful is that it it's always adapting, it's always evolving, it's always offering that something else. It's it's just ahead of the curve, uh, and it's whenever a one platform comes out that offers something special uh it feels like facebook is right there to offer something uh equally special and it's still just over the years almost 10 over 10 years now it's been around i feel like it's it's just uh you know still the top dog and it's still holding that that top spot uh and it's because of evolution they they choose to evolve they're always getting better and we got, we need to have that same philosophy that same mindset in our business uh if it you know if you're on social media if you're using a Facebook that's great uh, but are you evolving to use it for all it's worth and hey you know what I'll be the first person to admit that um, uh, it's it's hard to keep up with the changes and I I personally could be better with using things like Facebook Video and Facebook Live and um, me in this conversation right now this is my commitment to uh, take a crack at it and to start evolving with the different social media platforms out there I'll do it. If you guys do it, if you, if you see me slipping, I want you to call me out. And if I see you guys out there and if I'm working with you, I'll do the same for you. How's that sound? All right. Awesome. Uh, like always, guys, keep those five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio coming. They really do help uh, with the show, the ranking of the show. I, I really want to lock down that number one spot in iTunes. Uh, I'm, I'm number two right now. I don't know how the restaurant guys are holding it down. I don't even know if they're even publishing shows anymore it's amazing they got that one that number one spot locked down uh but i want it so help me get it uh there's a few ways you can help me get it like i said just keep those reviews coming those those ratings coming and uh help me find guests and share this podcast with anybody you know who could benefit from the advice of our guest mentors this melting pot of mentors of people just paying it forward to the next generation of successful independent restaurant operators share this resource please uh and then call people out head over to restaurant unstoppable's facebook page use that page to call somebody you admire out uh, a mentor somebody in your community who you just think is crushing it somebody you want to learn from uh get them on the show by mentioning their their restaurant or just them personally in a post on the facebook page and I will go after them for you. Let's get some conversation going over there. Uh, and like always, guys, set up that 15-minute one-on-one chat. If you want to connect with one of my past guests or you have some questions for me or maybe you just need some inspiration, motivation, uh, and somebody's ear to uh, have listened to your thoughts, I'm here for you. Set up that one-on-one 15-minute chat. You can find the links at restaurantstoppable.com. That's all I have for you today. It was a ton of fun, guys. Until next time, peace out.